is chillin'. What more can I say? Top billin'. What's up, everybody? This your boy Bill Bellamy, and welcome to another episode of Top Billing. Top Billing. This is the number one podcast for the movement, the culture, and the discussion. Yeah. Today, we have one of the most talented young artists, rappers to come out of the Bay Area. Shout out to Oakland Wheel Quick. Got to shout them out up there. The come on. Area. We know all about your Oakland roots, man. <laughs> come on. So real quick, he dropped his uh, his latest album, came out in yeah. 2020. It is called Don't Run From Rap. Yeah. Now, most recently, results take time. Yes, I had to pull some strings. I had to call my man. Oh, yeah. yo, oh, yeah. can we get simple? Yeah. You've been ripping up the internet, bro. Come on, Dropping man. videos. I, I, come I on. do my homework, bro. Yeah. And let me tell you. A funny story about you, how okay. I, I stumbled on you, because I love hip-hop, I love rap to the end, to the 19th power, grew up in the 90s on hip-hop. Yeah. I stumbled on you on Instagram. Come on, like you, most you, people. You came up in my feed, right? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, who, who's the dude named after the lion from the lion? <laughs> I'm like, yo, he, he, he's simple. He must be hard. Next thing I know, I'm listening. I said, oh, snap. Yo, he got nice wordplay. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. He's saying something. Okay. Yeah. Then then maybe not even a month or two later, I seen you start popping up on different platforms. Yeah. I was like, yo, he moving. Yeah. Next thing I know, you dropped the album. It looked like within a year, it was like I saw you. And yep. then you boom, 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 pow. That's usually how it go, though. Mm -hmm. I was I was just telling somebody the other day, like, I feel like I'm in this this uh, time of my career right now. It's like when you first start seeing somebody's name mm -hmm. a lot, and then you start going places and seeing them. So I'm in like the phase of people like putting the face to the voice or putting yeah. the name to the face. You know what I mean? Yeah, and so you have a very distinctive voice. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I feel like uh, one of the things that I like about you is is that you you, you got that pen. I, I had an interview with uh, Scarface. Yeah. The and, legend. Uh, the legend. The right? legend. And one of the things that he said is a lost art in the rap is that pen game. Yeah. He's like, cats is rhyming and rapping, but they ain't writing. Yeah. So I was like, yo, that's kind of deep because there's guys you can name the top 10 lyricists. Like, yeah. guys, that's different than rapping. For sure. Like, with your pen, you could write that down and that'll be, that line will be hot forever. Yeah. You know what For I'm sure. saying? It's, and we, I, we in an era to where it's like, it's the punch-in era. What, so do, like, what do you mean by punch-in like era? Like, the punch-in, everybody punched their lines in one by one. So it's like, Lil Wayne kind of fucked up the game. How, in what Lil way? Lil Wayne and Jay-Z. So remember when Lil Wayne and Jay-Z was telling everybody they don't write nothing? Right. And everybody just started thinking they could freestyle <laughs> off the top of their head like Lil <laughs> but Wayne they, and Jay-Z. But they ridiculous, though. Yeah, no, nah, but they are great at it. Just right. because something is great for somebody else don't mean it's great for you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So they mastered it and became great at it. And today what we watching is like rappers going there and just say one line, stop, chill for a minute, get another line, punch it in. So it ain't no real thought or concept behind the yeah. song. It's just a bunch of songs about nothing, which is cool. You know what and I mean? And with a hot beat. Yeah, which is cool because the beat banging is something to ride to. But I'm the type of artist that where it's like, I feel like if I ain't saying something, I'm doing the world a disservice because I got so much to say. Yeah, and you you have a intellect about you too. It's like, I I study rap like like Nas, right? Like yeah. a lot of cats don't ever just stop 
and really think about Nas as one of our greatest ever lyricists. For sure. Like, but cats that know hip hop do know it, but they don't talk about For it. Sure. For sure. Because there's a there's a unique quality to be aiming to tell a story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I write I feel like with the way I write my jokes, they're like movies. Yeah. And I feel like your music is like that. Like Same I way. could close my eyes and just picture everything that you're saying Same and way. your wordplay and your uh and the way you uh accentuate your words like you it's like it's 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 melodic so i'm gonna tell you some some other shit right right um i can't remember the exact joke but i got a little brother that's in the comedy you do a lot of shows with him his name is lewis belt no way that's my little brother you lying and, yeah and i come to a lot of y'all shows for over like the past three to four years so coming to a lot of comedy shows is what helped me start learning how to tie the whole concept in as a whole absolutely so i started writing with knowing where I wanted to end rather than where I wanted to start. So I, would, write, I would go backwards. So backwards. I knew if I wanted to say this, what's the feelings that comes with these things and how do I lead people up in tune? And coming to a lot of y'all comedy shows is what kind of well, gave it, me it is, It's actually true. Like, you know, um, jokes are very, very much like music in a real way where, you know, especially for me, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to tell this story yeah. or this, I'm going to take this topic, but I'm going to build around the topic and make each part of it funny. Yep. And I do the same thing. That's but I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't touch you with this fool. No. <laughs> because let me, let, me, let me tell you something. Every... I say every 10 to 15 years, there's a guy that comes out that immediately hits us. Yeah. You know, like the last guy that I that I felt like that was J. Cole. Yeah. Like I remember the first time I heard J. Cole, I was like, whoa, let yeah. me wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah. I paused because I was like, yo, he he different, bro. Yeah. And he writes so Shout out many. To Cole. Cold, cold world. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Play all the basketball you want. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I like his penmanship. And I think if you stay true to your penmanship, I don't see no ceilings for you because you nice. just, your real life, your, what you trying to say, the positivity and the knowledge yeah. and the swag. And yeah. it's swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you want, you know, like, that's like Jay. Like, yeah, you know, when, sure. Jay, when Jay came in the game, he was street talking, he yeah. was swagged out, and he has wordplay was crazy. That's why he hoped for. Yeah, for sure. And that's what, that's what makes somebody great, man. Um, you know, I feel like the generation before mine's, it used to be like cool to be intelligent. Yeah. Right? And it was like, knowledge was kind of like your swag. Like, the more you knew, the more information you got. And I grew up around a lot of people like that. But I grew up with people where the streets became pop culture. Absolutely. So it became cooler to be a gangster than it was to be smart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. And we growing up in an era now to where anybody can, I won't say be a gangster, but can portray a gangster due to social media. So you could be on the other side of the world somewhere in the smallest town in America and go get a gun and put the Draco in there and diss everybody. And you ain't got to go see nobody. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you ain't really so, got to be active. <laughs> yeah. So the world going to look at you like, oh, shit, he's crazy. Look at him. He's, look so at it's, it's shock value. Absolutely. So we get a lot of that today. And um, I just always noticed that, bro, and I, I wanted to come in from an angle of just you know what what hip hop was was breaded on. You know what I mean. How did how did you how did you know that you know you wanted to be a rapper? Like I didn't always know I wanted to be a comedian, right? Like yeah. I just 
wanted to be an actor or something like that. Um, you played ball in high school. You yeah. out of the Bay. You know, there's a lot. I can go on and on. Cats that came out of the Bay. Yeah. Gary Payton, yeah. Jason Kidd, Dame Lillard. Yeah. Like, like, there's about 35 monsters that For came sure. out the Bay. Shout out to Oakley. I love y'all. I just got to give y'all love. Yeah. And uh, rap music as well. How did you make the transition from hoops to uh, music? Um, So I was being stubborn, mm -hmm. right? I had this coach. This uh my eleventh grade year, he was a coach that had like a ten day contract or okay. some shit like that for the NBA, uh -huh. and he kind of just like he didn't really know how to communicate with us. Like he would kind of push his frustrations of what happened in his career on us. Okay, and we kids at the time, so it's like of course we gonna come to practice and go hard, but it's like damn man, let me be two minutes late. I was with this girl. Like, you know I got a girl, a little like, shorty. Like, let me grow up a little bit. <laughs> right. And, you know, he was kind of harsh on me. So we got into an argument one time, and um, I was, like, the star of the team. So I thought I was doing something. I'm like, well, fuck it, I ain't going to play this season. You know, right. I was trying to shake the whole school up. And really, I took off. Because once I say something, I just stand on it. Right. It is what it is. Right. And um, it just, I took off that season. And that year, instead of going to basketball practice, I started going to my friend Bam house. And he had a microphone mm -hmm. and a um this cakewalk program before it was Pro Tools, it was this cakewalk. Oh, snap. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we used to freestyle on that. Okay. We would just freestyle, freestyle, freestyle. And then I started getting girls from it. That's why ah! I said, that's why I said, you gotta go into the other thing. So I was like, you know what? like, you I know, kinda... Simba got wordplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started taking a liking to it. And uh -huh. then I started realizing, like, later, like, I kind of, I don't know, like, I kind of got a wild perspective of how I see things, okay. right? So I see things in layers, right? Like, yesterday I was having a conversation with somebody, and they was talking about um, they don't agree with drug dealing, right? And they don't judge people for drug dealing, but at the same time, like, they would look at somebody that sells crack as worse than somebody that sells weed. And I was like, you can't do that because you just said you don't judge people. So if you're going to judge people, you right. can't say one is worse than the other. All drug dealing is just bad. That's what it just is. Just go one way or the other. Yeah. So I always looked at life in layers like that. So when I started doing music, I'm like, how can I communicate that in a way to where I could have deep conversations and bring up these topics like Big Meech ain't sell more dope than Big Pharma? You know what I mean? And, and, and really not go too far into it because I ain't got all the answers. I'm just throwing it out there on the table so we could kind of all have this conversation yeah. and get the answers. And, and the thing, the thing that I um that I've listened to in your in your music is like you can tell like you are not only super intelligent, but you are visual. Yeah. Because your words, the way you paint pictures, like, you know, you paint pictures that are so vivid. Like, even if you got your eyes closed, you can follow along the the, the story yeah. of that song, yeah. right? You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, man, how you how you get a gift like that? Did you did you? I still, always what, what, been what, like that, bro. Yeah. I was I was terrible in school, right? Up until I was like, I want to say like eighth, ninth grade. I couldn't really read or write. You no know? way. Yeah, I couldn't read or write or nothing like that. And then my mom sent me to this learning center. Okay. And the first two tutors I had, they just kept writing me off. Like, he's just not going to understand it. But it wasn't that I wasn't understanding. I wasn't understanding what they was trying to teach me. Okay. Because I had no interest in it. Okay. Right? So the third tutor I had, at one, day, one day she told my mom, it's not that he don't understand. He's a visual learner. So he has to see it. 
You can't just put a it. book in front of yeah. him and expect him to read something and get it. But the minute you could put uh, some objects down or some type of pieces down where he could see what it is you're saying, he, it all connects Bam. at one time. You, you get gangster. everything. So I started learning very early like I was a visual learner. So I always tried to put some type of visuals to life so I could understand, you know what I mean, what I was navigating through in life. You about to, boy, <laughs> are we are we spitting? Are y'all listening to this? If you if you <laughs> no, are you on YouTube real. right now feeling what we just had but a it, moment? But it's real though because it's That's like gangster though, but bro. School, but like think about all the kids that didn't have a a mom to send them to a learning center. Facts. You know what I'm saying? They got wrote off as retarded or right or, 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 or dumb. Or, you know, or he's a failure. A, you know, he's uh he's uh you know on the spectrum again. Yeah. You know, they got a they got a title for every, you. Right. So you you could be very very normal, but you just learn so different learn that people different. don't get it. Like I just saw something recently. That, uh, Stephen A. Smith said that he was dyslexic. Yeah. Like you would never think that a guy that successful who's reading and talking every day. Yeah had a form of dyslexia yeah. like it's a lot of people that may have dyslexia and don't even know it bro, yep. and still function and do everything they, and, you and, know. and it's like that that trait right that they would call like a bad thing right like dyslexia most people would see that as like okay you see words backwards right mm -hmm. or you have difficulties reading but what's on the other side of that it could be amazing because with every bad thing comes a good thing Facts. right so you might be a better speaker you may be more outgoing and not be as antisocial. Correct. You know what I mean? So because of those other traits, it you gives get, you the energy I feel energy like you get a go, superpower in another way. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? What I mean? Like it's if you can't advantage. see, your hearing is bananas. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and, no, for real. For real. Like you can't even talk talk about a blind person. They be like, huh? They hear everything. Like, yo, I was in the plane. Like, what? Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. They hear everything. It's like, man, is you really blind? Yo, like, like what's they going on? They hear your thoughts. Question, so you coming up, young Simba. Yeah. Who were some of the guys you were looking at before you became a rapper? Like, I'm just curious. Um, or influences. In, in, in rap or just all oh, around? All around. You could be cool. You Nigga, be you. Me. I used to I, I try get to get all the fucking girls from watching How to Be a Player you as lying. a kid. I swear. <laughs> I swear. I swear. I swear, I, D. No, you got, you got to, are, you, are you trying to tell me Bill Bellamy corrupted the young mind of Simba? I was out with, well, yes. I had a lot of them though. Yes. Cause they you was gotta, in there. That, you oh, got to think as like, to be a player too. as like, <laughs> as like men, that's what, I'm not going to say men, all men. I'm going to say as young black men. Young men. Right? Young, young men. single. Growing up in urban communities. Absolutely. That's like one of your dreams to be able to like talk to all your crushes. You know uh, what I mean? Like, and have a, I had a squad. Yeah. Woo! So as a kid, I'm watching this movie. I'm like, right. I want to be like that. Right? Yeah. So I used to make all my raps for girls. Oh, oh, you on your LL Cool J. Yeah. You was probably licking your lips at 15. <laughs> Yo, work the mama. <laughs> LL was the first dude to use like lip mom. Yo, work yeah. his mom. I Make used to sure write my all my dry. raps. I used to write all my raps to my girls. I used to be like, I wrote this one for you. And I'd say the same rap to all of them. <laughs> it just changed the name. Well, I did the, the same name. thing in How to Be a Player. I just flipped the picture. Yeah. Like, you notice, like, in How to Be a Player, yeah. I, had a, I had the little joint yeah, right by the, the bed. And I just slid the. Angie. Let me ask seat. you something about that. What's that? You wrote that, right? No, I did not write the okay, movie. How, Mike, Mike Brown wrote the how movie. How did that find you? Uh, well, I'll tell you how How to Be a Player found me. I was one of the hottest comedians coming out of New York at the time. 
coming up. I was on MTV. Everything I was doing is just like how you coming up right now. So yeah. I see it and I feel it. Yeah. I was just, I was on a wave, you yeah. feel me? And so uh, there was a couple cats that they was thinking um, that could play it. The two, the other one that I knew that was uh, in mind was like, it was between me and Chris Tucker. Yeah. And so me and Chris Tucker literally like had meetings about the movie. And, we, and we're like yeah. best friends. It's like, yo, he was like, man, I'm like, I'm like this is a movie, man. I don't, I don't know if I could be in there with all the women, man. <laughs> so, so I was like, but I can. <laughs> so Chris went on to do Money Talks. Yeah. And I did How to Be a Player. Yeah. And that's a true story. So um, Brett, Ratner, Brett Ratner initially was going to be uh, the director at the time. So we that's I'm speeding the story up. So when the movie found me, yeah. I read the script. And I said, the only way that this guy could do this is he got to be likable. Yeah. He can't be just an arrogant, For like, sure. you know, womanizer. He has to bring charm to this. So I said, all right. I said, what I got to do is I got to bring lightness to it. Like, yeah. make it, like, bubbly, like, where a cat ain't really, he ain't acting like he Bro. a player. He just is. That's what made it That's so what made iconic. it fun, because he wasn't trying to be like, yo, I got bitches over here. But nah, no, he was I'm just like, yo, what I made want it you to so be. Iconic. What that? made it so iconic was, was that? you was the first person to give a player an identity in the ghetto. So it was like we always heard the word, right. but it was like your OG gangster uncle that killed motherfucker said he was a player. <laughs> right, right, you know right, what right. I'm saying? Right. The nerd over there said he was a player, but it wasn't never an identity for the cool dude in the ghetto that wasn't on that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Wasn't just slanging dope and, and, and shooting. And it, and it wasn't always, you know, the kid that was going to school. It was this cool kid. It's just that, a cool kid from that the was neighborhood. In the middle. Yeah. And I just related to that, bro. And I grew up with so many kids that related to that. And we every, tried to every go Every day of my life, yo, bro, I swear, for all my How to Be a Player fans, thank you. I love you back. It, it, I didn't know the movie would really hit like that. I just knew that it was a fantasy that I thought every guy would like. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is a perfect day for any man. Like, this is like a perfect day when you get to see all your chicks in one day. Yeah. Like, you just really get to hang out with all your chicks and make it, li make it live. Yeah. So if you think about it, I had like seven or eight chicks in a day. Yeah. From from the from the moment the music starts till the end, I'd had like eight chicks. I never took a shower. You know I'm riding around. Dirty. Think about think <laughs> about what you do, your senior year, uh -huh. or that that first year out of high school. Right. If you ain't going to college, think about what you do. You ride around and fuck with girls all day, yes. or you fuck with your homies. Yes, that's real. You know talk, what I'm saying? Bro. So that's it's why like, it works. You had the perfect day. <laughs> Of, of like what that looked like it was yeah. like this is how it should go if you gonna like, have a how to be a player day like that is it I, I so many rappers have besides um, the husband coming home right well, yeah you know Bernie Bernie yeah, Mac yeah. um one of one of the things that I think resonated with hip-hop culture it, the movie right yeah and um, a lot of rappers have, yo, I want my Bill Bellamy. Like, you know what I mean? Even Nicki, you know, threw up me. You, you think you a player like Bill Bellamy? Like, yeah. it has become a thing. Like, be on your Bill Bellamy? Yeah. Like, like I see dudes online to say, yo, I'm on my Bill Bellamy in the club. You feel me? No, but that's like, what they, I'm, they feeling right? But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you gave it identity. Thank you, man. So people could say I'm on my Bill Bellamy or, like, I remember one time, um, when I first started doing music, bro, I had a record deal before my deal I had now. Mm. And um, I was kind of confused as an artist of where I wanted to go because I could rap real lyrical, but then I could also write melodies and things too. 
So I got signed for writing this melodic song. They wanted me to keep making that. So I was meeting with these marketing people one day, and they was like, yeah, we can't figure your identity out. Like, <laughs> right. I'm, like, you I'm like, I'm a player. And right. they're like, what's that? So I had to show them how to be a player. They don't know, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Man, trying, so it's like hey, you oh, gave the player. Oh, trying to make me emotional here, nah, man. for real. So you man, gave, I, I showed him you beat. Bro, oh, God, bro. I'm telling you, you gave being a player an identity and Thank like you. a blueprint. Absolutely. When we didn't really, we knew what the word was. We knew what it was, but we never seen it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was the first time I seen it was like, that's what I want to do. I'm going to be him. I'm going to have every, and yeah. you notice, you notice in the movie, I gave you every type of fly, though. But even the spot was fly. Crib, like the stairway. You got to have a stairway. You know and you got the to have the sneakers. Clock, the you know closet, the bathroom. It was Bow. just like, I want to live like this. Oh, my God. Dude, you, you, should write, you should write a song like that, like living the first, your, your best day. You said it earlier. That would be kind of fly like the perfect day. Perfect day. You, you know, like, that was one of Ice Cube's. Ooh, today right, was that, a that, good day. It was, right it's there, like, right, right it was a perfect day. Like, you got your, the money right, the your chick right, day. the perfect day. Is a is a dope. Everybody want to live the perfect day. You know I'm what I'm saying? That down right now. Write that down. The perfect day coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Inspired by Bill Bellamy. Yo, I gotta be in the video too. Come on, let's come do on, it. come Easy on, stop call. playing with Easy call. So listen, right now, right now, uh, I'm thinking about your career. I'm predicting now. Uh, you be hot like rookie season. Okay. Hottest rapper. Okay. Hottest new talent hitting all the right platforms. Yeah. Hitting the right videos, I think right now you need a collab or something. Yeah, we I feel like I feel on. like it would be dope for you to collaborate with somebody that y'all just get. Ha, ha, yeah, because I love when it's two cats that can go get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this last um joint that uh, DJ Khaled did with a uh, guy did. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I have listened to that about fifty times. Yeah, and the reason I like that God did song is. Everybody's feature was his own feature. Own thing. Like, like it, it's like Wayne. You was like, it can't get no better. Yeah. Ross, and yeah. then Jay Z just went on for like eighteen minutes. Just went on. He just went off. He he Hold he spazzed it. out. Hold it. Yeah. Like, 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 like. I'm like, I'm like, you could do that. Yeah. I see that. That's easy for you. Yeah. I can see you if you had an opportunity to jump on a beat like that, it would be lights out for cats. Yeah, the problem with beats like that is when you're on the come up the producer wanna charge you ninety thousand dollars that you ain't got to pay right now. So 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 you got <laughs> so you gotta you gotta pay to play? No I'm not but I'm saying when you on the come up on the come up. See now I'm at a level where I feel like before this project I was at this level where everybody was on the fence about me. Like right. can he make music? Right. I don't really know. Right. It was certain rappers that knew me but shouldn't know if they should do a song. Right. And then when I dropped this project and they seen my rollout and they seen everything, they was like, nah, we rocking with him. You got so to So now I'm getting them DMs and getting certain features being sent. I just did a big feature the other day for somebody that's coming out real soon. That's crazy. I could see you and Tory Lanez. That's enough. Me and Tory, but see, Tory was actually rocking with me before. Mm -hmm. um, he was just doing a lot at the time, so we haven't had the chance to link back up. And I think he moved back to Miami because he was out here for a little while, mm -hmm. and we was linking up out here. But um, we definitely gonna get one in. But I think it's I'm at that point now to where like it's stepping stones, it's milestones. Yeah, but, so but I'm at that Simba, next level man. now. But Listen. in the beginning, when they tell you, like two years ago, when they used to tell me these oh. beat price, I ain't paid no goddamn $70,000 for bro, no beat. I, I used to couldn't get in the club. I always yeah. tell people this. 
like when I first came up in the game, I couldn't get in the clubs. I wasn't famous enough to get in the clubs. I was yeah. paying to get in the club. I'll never forget this. This is why I said I'll never ever feel like this again. I'm in New York. It's freezing. It's the Def Jam party. This yeah. 90. This might be 90. Yeah. 89. Yeah. Your boy ain't. ain't I'm. I'm baby Simba. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. coming up. Know how to be a player. Yeah, no yeah. nothing. No right? nothing yet. I get literally in the, in the line for two hours. I get up there. Me and my man, it was three of us. We like, yo, man, we about to get in here. I just seen Mary J. Blige go in. I just seen yeah. LL Cool J go in, and I just seen Jay-Z. Mm. I get to the door. We at capacity. That's how they do it. I said, That's yo, my man, it. I just seen Jay go in. I seen Mary and I seen L. What, 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 you, what you talking about, we at capacity? My man said, listen, man, we at capacity, fella. Let me tell you something crazy. That oh. burnt the shit out of I'm, me. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I, got a, I got a very similar story, <laughs> right? And this is why I say COVID was a good thing and a bad thing, right? Okay. But in this case, it was a good thing. I'm going to tell you why. So about two, two years ago, I want to say it was like 2019, you know how everybody got the Grammy parties. Right. Right. When it's Grammy week out here, everybody got a party from every record label to YouTube or whatever, right? So Empire, the, the uh, record label, they had a party downtown. And we pull up to the party and we couldn't get in. Right, they okay. was like, "Oh, you're not here. You know, it's too many people. Wouldn't let us in." We try to go around the back, wouldn't let us in. Right, I watched Tiger White walk up. <laughs> right, they let go him go right, right in. in. Right, <laughs> so I told myself, "I'm like, you know what? I ain't going to no more motherfucking uh." Grip. No, it was 2020. I said, "I ain't going to no more goddamn parties." Right, until they know my name, they and gotta I can know walk my in name. like this. Three weeks later, COVID hit. I couldn't go to no yeah. party, so, <laughs> so I had nobody to put the work get, in. Hey, nobody nobody get can. Nobody can. So I had to go sit out and work. I was like, "This is my chance for the world open back up." I'm right. gonna get every party. Listen, listen, this my shot. listen. That, that, I'm, it's so funny you would say the COVID thing because everybody sat still, and only the strong survived that moment yeah. of like you know where we didn't know what the next move would be. Man. We didn't know if we was going back to the clubs, if we was gonna be able to perform again. Facts. And during that time, myself, I was writing. I was like, yo, when I come about these ashes, whatever this ashes is, I'm going to be yep. on fire. Yep. Sometimes we need a setback to step forward. Facts. And that was a real good thing for me because it was like, it was at the time where I was so focused on, like, trying to get a hit record. I wasn't focused on building me out as an artist. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when we were sitting there and we couldn't go to the studio, all the studios were shut down. We couldn't do nothing. I'm like, you know what? I'm just about to rap on Instagram. So that's where the freestyles came from. Right. And I just started freestyling on Instagram and it just started clicking. And like the first person to repost me, I think it was fabulous. Like I had like, I want to say like 9,000 followers or something and fabulous posted me. And it just starts shooting. Crew. Gillian Wallow posting me. Snoop Dogg posting me. Shaq, LeBron James, yo, Bill Bellamy. Yo, everybody, that, everybody listen. Cats that love the culture recognize real when they see it. It's not. It's nothing to even talk about. Like I seen you one time, and I paused, bro. You know, when you scanning, you going through your little explore page. They throw a bunch of stuff up there. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo. I said, yo, money comfy in it. I said, money comfy in his skin, his yeah. wordplay is crazy. Like, he effortlessly floating these words. Yep. I'm like, yo, who is that? But that was COVID building me up. Man. Because the first one started, I was sitting at a computer desk like this. And then by the time you start seeing them comments come in, you know what I'm saying? Wiz Khalifa, 
Bill Bellamy. You seeing all these things. You start getting... Yeah, so feeling it a little Th that's bit. good though, bro. Because you know we need sometimes we need a, a, a affirmation, like you know what I'm yeah. saying. Because case in point, we talk about the party. Everybody can probably relate to that not being able to get past a certain level. Yeah. Sometimes you got to earn your stripes to get there. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, Tiger at that moment he was ahead and of you. And shout out to Tiger. Yeah. Tiger went in like LL Cool J, Mary J, and, and Jay was ahead yeah, of me. Exactly. I was like, like they were seniors. I was a new freshman. At the, I was a freshman at the high school of, of music entertainment. I, I, I ain't had my stripes yet. Facts. So I said, all right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do though. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go get live on this stage Yep. And I'm gonna make a name for myself, so I will never ever go nowhere where they don't know who well, Bill Bellamy who is. Am, you feel me? And cut to today, and I, I got movies that cast me like, yo, that's Bill Bellamy. Like yep. it's it's, it's mind-boggling yep. what you say or put in the universe. How, how I it, come back, I, I come that's, back, and that's what I'm going through right now. Is like that moment of where I could go anywhere and somebody knowing me. You know, I'm in New York the other day. Somebody riding down the street playing um, the rock, the record I got with Roddy Rich. Uh, never change. You know what I mean? We going to the club and it's this it's this spot called Pergola. Yeah, there. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's no black people in there at right? all. And I was like, you. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this looks safe. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> I, was, I was hungry walking in Manhattan. I'm like, this looks safe. Right. So I'm going in there and I'm like, nah, they probably ain't gonna rock with me. I'm looking, I'm like, you know, black people. And then the security guard was like, hey, bro, I just seen your Funk Flex freestyle. Boy, you be going crazy. I just downloaded your album. You coming in? I'm like, yeah, I'm coming in. I'm a big fan of Funk Flex, man, and um, me and him go back from the beginnings of my career as well. I love what he does for hip hop and the for culture. Sure. Shout out and, to Flex. Uh, shout out to Flex. But I liked, I liked how you uh, corrected him about Tupac. Yeah. I thought that was kind of fly because yeah. you did it in such a cool way. Yeah. But it was really, really fly that you not only did it in a fly way, but you gave you gave your your respects to Pac, for which sure. is, which was one of my guys. For sure, in, all know? of us, all of us. I think we all wanted to be Tupac. And <laughs> some yeah, point yeah. in life, you know what I mean? He was really the how to be a player back in the Nah, day. for sure. I'm for sure. You. Pac was crazy. just like, Pac was everything in one. Yes. You know what I mean? It was it was everything in one. That's why I said you gave the player just an identity. Like, Pac was a player, but Pac was a gangster, yeah. a revolutionist, a martyr, a, you know a what I'm saying? Activist, a, you know a, a, like, so many different things. Um, but that was somebody, like, I grew up, you know, my auntie used to think Tupac was her boyfriend. <laughs> you know, like when he got when he got shot, um, she came in the crib crying. Right. She like, they didn't kill my boyfriend. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Just man. sad. Like, I'm like, damn. So we grew up watching Pac. So when I went up there, I'm like, man, I gotta say something flexible. But about it was Pac. so fly the way yeah. you did it, cause he was like, What? And he was like, Yeah, man, you know, I just wanna correct you on the situation. And I yeah. thought it was cause it's it's certain things to me that I'm happy that happens in the culture, like yeah. where we keep accountability. Yeah. You know, cats got to write their rhymes, cats yep. got to be thorough, you yep. know what I'm saying? But one of the things that I don't like about, you know, in, in the hip-hop culture is that why don't more of you talented guys just get together and make amazing music? Why does it seem like it's so much friction for whatever reason? Because, so, I always say, the lyricists don't play the game the way that the street artists do. Okay. So the street artists, they look at it like a hustle, like they on the block. Okay. So they look at it like, all right, if Buddy up the street got some work and his work good and my work cool, let me go holler at Buddy up the street so we can put something together and we can have a whole block booming. Boom. 
the lyricists, we be so competitive about who verses better. You know what I'm saying? Or who got the better verse or who had the better punchlines. Okay. So it's this ongoing competition thing versus us just getting in here making good music for people to listen to. Street right, artists ain't worried about it. street artists ain't worried about who got the best verse. They just worried about we got some work to put on the streets. Let's get out here and sell it. We be worried about what the work look like, <laughs> what it smell like, right. how to package it up, all this shit. So within that, it becomes a competition. And within a competition, sometimes you don't want to be around certain people. But you know I, what I, mean? I don't understand why people don't study Drake and his and his moves. Like one of the things I admire about Drake the is goat. he the goat for this reason. He is not afraid to jump on anything with any type of artist. He's like Chris Brown. They'll jump on a joint and make it better or like add something to it. Like I I never forget like um that future and Drake joint with a hundred down and it just stopped and then it yeah. changed. Yeah. And I'm like, what made them like the collaboration of Drake and Future yeah. or Drake and uh Drake uh, about to drop an album next week with 21 Savage. But it's like you gotta realize Drake from a like Drake is from Canada. Right. So when you go to Canada, it's more love over there than it is in America. Really? Yeah, it's like it's like the people greet you. It's like, how you doing? They look you in your eye when right. you speak to you. Have a good day, sir. Like, I remember I was checking in my hotel in Canada one time, and I was just like, uh, I gave her my ID, like, uh, yeah, Demario Driver. She was like, good morning. <laughs> good you know what morning, I mean? But right. as an American, I'm just so, you been said, on the plane all day, right. tired is. <laughs> Trump been on TV talking <laughs> shit all week. <laughs> Man, look, man, get me in this room, man. Right, hey, I'm going but, to bed, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we be having so much pent-up frustration of everything that be going on over here. You know, Drake kind of got this thing with him to where it's just like he know how to mesh with everybody. Yo, he know it's how to so put it fly. together. He's like, that's why I don't understand but why that's I a can't. gift. That's everybody true. ain't Every, got that everybody shit. Everybody can't do that, but he can make every kind of song and jump on him. He may, might even do 16 bars and jump out. That's But weird. I'm like, yo, Drake is on eight songs in one in one in one one year. He's a maybe goat, twelve. Bro. You know where? Meanwhile, you got guys like Roddy Rich out here yeah. who collapse. I'm just saying, young guys like yeah. Roddy, like um, uh, Blueface. My son loves him. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm trying to think of all the little. You know, uh, Roddy, me. Roddy, and Blueface actually do do a lot of collabs with do, people. Do they? they but do. like they like Roddy Rich, I think is is another. A artist that I like that's like one more click from just like being on some oh my god because I think he's there's Travis Scott yeah Travis Scott yeah, yeah, yeah. you know 21 Savage yeah. you know like these guys are already like locked in but I feel like Roddy is right up under that but he good as hell and he right he need one more boom and he'd be I right feel up, like I feel know? like he there I feel like you feel like he already there he got a diamond record Okay. He went yeah. diamond. Like, I mean, I love he Roddy on Rich. tour right now selling out arenas. Well, then Him he and there. Post Malone doing arenas. Like, he there. I think sometimes being from a certain area, things could appeal a certain way. So Roddy from over here on the West, we got a limited amount of black people over here, 
right? 21 Savage, everybody you just name it, them is Atlanta artists. Right. It's full of hip-hop culture over there. Absolutely. The clubs sound like the radio. Yeah, they the do. restaurants <laughs> sound like the club. Absolutely. The hookah spots sound like the radio. Absolutely. It ain't like that over here. Our radio don't sound like our food spots. It don't sound like our clubs. That's absolutely So it's a little true. tougher for us, you know what I mean? Because we not in front of the culture's eyes all day because everybody running to the city. So it's a little different, but... Bro got a diamond record. Like, bro got a three-time platinum album. Yo, I, I, I'm, I'm, I may be wrong for this, but I'm just saying, like, the artists that I really, really like, I have to search it out. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I learned about Travis Scott. I learned about Roddy Rich. I learned about, you know, uh, J. Cole fully. Like, yeah. I got wind of J. Cole when he first dropped, like, a, on a mixtape or something. I was like, yo, money right there is crazy. Like, I have to go out. Like, I'm old school in a way because, like, when I was coming up on NTV, yeah. we was promoting your album. Like, yeah. we knew the top five new albums that was dropping in hip-hop and uh, uh, R&B and pop. Now, I have to get something to come up in my Instagram. What he's saying, Fee? Everything I always say, bro. Streaming fucked up the discovery process. Absolutely. Streaming I made it hard to find artists because all the artists you just named that you said found you had what? J. Cole had a Jay-Z. Yep. Travis Scott had a Kanye and a T.I. Mm -hmm. Roddy Rich is a Park Village crip from, L from L.A. That's it. That's it. Ain't no Jay-Z. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It's like we had Nip, Nip pulled him up and Meek and things like that. But it wasn't like when y'all was coming up, like you saying, it's on MTV, every album that's dropping this week. Bro, it's a hundred albums dropping every day at and this we, time. But we don't know, And man. you don't know because I, I, of streaming. I don't like that, man. It's like I do, do like the fact that I can find a symbol. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you literally popped up in my feed and I was locked in. I was like, yo, whoever Young Money is right here, he's for Real. But that be the importance of like social media. But but, but it, it should be a combo, I think. It definitely should, and I feel like as innovation grows, mm -hmm. we'll find ways to conduce things. But it's tough right now because it's like we still in the like Instagram just started doing video like what eight years ago, seven years Facts. ago. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So we still in the early days of social media. We just see NFTs trick the world. You know what I mean? We thought this shit was the second coming of Jesus. Now don't nobody want that shit. You know what I mean? Like, like we in the, Yo, we in them the, MFTs was hot for two summers. Yeah, that shit what came and went. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we oh, we in the beginning, we in the beginning the phase. We in the beginning phase of it, and oh. it's 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 a relatively new thing. Right. So with streaming and everything, it's hard to kind of find everything because there's so much stuff dropping to where if you ain't got a Kanye or a Beyonce back in you, it's kind of hard to find people. So social media be our target points yeah, to kind of cut points. through. What, what, do you, what would you like to do next? Like if you get your dream next one or two moves, what do you think, what you saying? I'm trying to be a sports agent. You want, so you, what's your, what's your sport, all sports or? Yeah, all sports. It don't matter. Yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like one thing I want to get into is um, introducing the younger kids to bigger platforms. Right, because nowadays kids is able to get paid in high school. Yeah, man. And get paid Told in college. My son. Right, Told my son, them NILs is for real. So imagine all the steps it took for us to realize going to the league was a real thing. Right. So imagine, pretty sure you played ball. Mm -hmm. Right, when you was a kid. Mm -hmm. Imagine in high school if you could get paid for it. How much harder you would have went to go to college, Absolutely. and how much harder in college you would have went to go to the pros. 
But when you just a young kid, you coming up and you broke as shit, and you ain't got nothing, you going through high school, four years of this shit, y'all keep telling me hooping. <laughs> right. You get to college, they the teachers riding around in Benzes, and I'm starving for a sandwich in the goddamn cafeteria. Y'all want me to come drop 30 while y'all make millions off these tickets. Absolutely. Feel me? I ain't getting nothing out of it. Now they getting something out of it. So the motivation is it's there for them now. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I like so that. I feel like I could be somebody from my community to let them know, hey, bruh, do this, this, that. Let me it. introduce you to this person. He going to get you paid in two weeks, nigga, not two decades. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like let's let's take this serious. Let's get this bread. You know what I mean? So that's something I, like I want to do is like no, you usher will do it. You will do it. See, you 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 showed me the vision and the blueprint. That's it right there. And you, and you showed me the purpose. Yeah. What what is your purpose with your music at this point? What what is it that you want it to do, or what is it doing that letting, you letting people know it's okay to grow in our in our communities. Right. Um, I feel like sometimes like we praise dying young too fast. You know what I mean? Like, like we think like, you know, certain rappers get a certain age, we call them old and washed. You know what I'm saying? Um, certain people get old in the community, they, oh, he OG, he don't know what he talking about. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like that information that we able to extract from them is what keeps us alive. Absolutely. And sometimes we abandon it, you know what I mean? And um, I'm just here to be somebody that can stand in the middle and be like, all right, bro, I know he old, but let's hear what he got to say because it might be something. We could, bro. You know, it might be something we could benefit from. You Come know what I mean? On, man. So I'm trying to just offer that balance to where it's like, nah, bro, it's okay for us to grow. Like, it's so you ain't got to go do 10 years in jail, come home, pick the gun back up, and right. chance going to jail again. Like, nah, nigga, you went to jail doing that last time. Let's right. try to do something else. You I, know got, I, I, mean? got a, I got a question that I want to ask a real rapper. How do you feel about, you know, these RICO cases where where now, especially in Atlanta, where they're targeting rap artists yeah. over their lyrics? I feel two different ways about it. Mm -hmm. Me and my friend argue about this a lot. This is a barbershop one, right? <laughs> yeah, we argue about this a lot. Um, one, I feel like police got to do their jobs. Okay. Right? It's just not okay for y'all because someone is an artist to just say, Everything he's saying is true, so we're going to convict him on that, but we don't have no proof of it. Facts. Now, it's a flip side to this. If I walk out of here right now, and I see somebody I don't like, and I shoot him dead, right? And tomorrow, I make a song, and I say, shot that nigga dead in his head because he was playing with me. Right in front of Dash Radio, I ain't playing with him. Right. And they bring this shit up in court, and it's actually <laughs> goddamn footage. That support me shooting this nigga. <laughs> what you gonna do? I can't be mad. You can't be mad. They did their job. And you made it, you did their job for them. <laughs> I remember one of them, I used to do a joke about Jeezy. I said, Jeezy, he said, first off, I'm gonna stack my dough. Then what? Then I'm gonna stack it's some more. more. Then what? I'm gonna do my count. I the do rest of the year. I'm, I'm like, nigga, you talk too the much. <laughs> Like, what happened if they actually auntie, go to auntie, auntie house? house hot to the motherfucker, Jeezy. Yeah. Like, I used to yeah. do that joke and people bust out laughing. Because I'm like, dog, that's that's informative. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, it's <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. It's, it's two different sides of it. So right, it's like, right, police right, still right, got to right. do their job. But it's like, if it's real crimes out here happening and people just making videos and rapping about it, it's mm -hmm. like, you can't be mad at them for targeting people. Yo, man, I have a dream for hip-hop. Yeah. 
my dream mm. my dream for hip hop is not only to keep going but to just incorporate more things like well, let's keep adding to the sauce of yeah. what hip hop is I love hip hop for giving artists their voices in every shape and form I love the fact that the culture has been become worldwide like yeah. you know back in the day they said yo it's a New York thing you know yeah, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. but hip hop itself is worldwide yeah. you know what I mean you are hip hop yeah. I am hip hop there's a lot of different flavors of the culture that is cool Pharrell is hip hop yeah. you know what I mean Ye is hip hop uh, uh, Jay like we have all kinds of fly hip hop sure. you know we Nas classic hip hop LL Cool J you know what yeah. I'm saying Mary J is hip hop yeah. you know what I'm saying so I just want it to keep growing and getting better where we can just in I want more collaborations. But in so many words, what you're saying is like, you wanted to grow the way you wanted to grow. But I want to see it colorful. Like, I wanted to. But it is. It is. You got now. a little Nas X now. I know. V very colorful. V hi, hi. It's colorful. Hi, Mr. Nas X. You know what I'm saying? We got yeah. Jack Harlow. Boom. You got an XX Tentacion. You got an NBA young boy. Yeah. But they don't rap traditionally like those people you just named. So because sometimes like the OGs, like, and I'm not saying you are, you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm just saying sometimes like older artists I work with, when I have conversations with them, it's like they always want to do the, see, if I was in y'all era, I'd be doing it like this. But it's right. like, bro, you not in our yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that's like you saying, you was, saying if I was balling in 79, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we ain't had converse. And, and you can't tell people <laughs> the same way that Tupac spoke to you is the same way NBA Youngboy talked to kids today. Absolutely. Like I like my son, my son is 16, and I like just let him take over the car. Like yeah. I just said, let you you play with. So I'm learning artists like T Grizzly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is it G Herbo? Yep. G Herbo. Herbo. Shout out Herbo. Herbo! Yeah. I actually ended up meeting him in the club a couple weeks ago here in LA. Yeah. And uh, mad cool. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else that, oh, he does like NBA Youngboy. And yeah. he likes, uh, obviously, Lil 21. Baby. Lil Baby. I, I, this is the thing that tripped me up because I'll be getting my babies mixed up. Yeah. I'll be like, now, which baby is the baby? Is it yeah. Lil Baby or Duh Baby? Because yeah. they both babies, but one's little and one's Duh. Yeah. And that, that, so I said, I said to my son, I said, which which baby the best? He was like, mm, yeah. it depends on what song. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you sure? He was like, yeah, because sometimes baby be getting on this one, and then little baby be on crazy on this one. Yeah. I was like, well, just get them both. Just get yeah. them all. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, so, and that's where we at today. It's yes. like, bro, you got to remember, like, your generation mm -hmm. would have never allowed a little Nas X. Oh, no, we never seen that at all. Would have no. never allowed it. It no. wouldn't have been cool. No. Right? But life has evolved. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Life has expanded. And hit records per um, hit, hit. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I'm going to tell you. Look, I'm going to shout out Lil Nas X. That joint he got with uh, Jack, uh, Harlow. Jack Harlow. That joint a smash. <laughs> what? That shit, come on. My son hear that joint. He up. Boy, yo! He, da, 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 da. he going up. Da, 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 da. He going up. I'm like, yo, yeah. man, I might have to get me some little Nas tickets, man. Yeah, <laughs> for real, but it's it's expanding. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it fly. took us it took us some time to get here, you know? And um, same thing, shit, same thing in America. We talk about it all the time. America, like, what, 246, 250 years old or something like that? 
So 200 years ago, it was illegal for us to be in here on Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> doing this podcast, getting money, yeah. talking about whatever we want to talk about. But Facts. life has expanded, Absolutely. you know, so we could do it today. So it's just all with the evolution. Bro, man, I, I, I like your perspective, man. I think the sky is the limit for you. I, I just love that you have found your purpose. Like, I feel Thanks. like you're going to be able to do all the things that you want to do because you you care about the people. Yeah. You care about your message. And that's what we need in the culture, too. I mean, obviously, like, sometimes, you know, you can punch your words in, say some shit that's for sure. fly. For sure. But sometimes I just want to hear something. Like, I'm old school in the fact that I, sometimes I just go back and listen to, like, Reasonable Doubt, and I just listen to the wordplay and the story of Jay back then, or I go to uh, Nas' first album, and I'm just like... Everything you saying is how I figured out what I wanted to do in music. Because I felt the same way. I felt the same way, but I'm like, all right, I just can't complain about it. What I'm going to do about it? What I'm going to do about it? So let me be the person that bring that feeling back. But every person that's done tried it, it's somebody we don't relate to. <laughs> it's a backpacker motherfucker that want to tell us how to be black when he grew up in the suburbs. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's some shit we can't relate to, and it don't be cool. Yeah, you know it what has I mean? to be authentic. Yeah, so well, that's what I wanted to bring back to the game was just authenticity and that cool guy that could speak from both but perspectives. But how about this? Everybody who knows who you are and I bring up your name they say yo I love Simba that's yeah. my man and he don't sound like no West Coast rapper yeah. like everybody said yeah, everybody that. Like, said like, that. Like, like yo wait, wait, I can't figure it yeah, out you don't sound like he's from the Bay like yeah. right yo is he, is he from the Bay Bay or was yeah. he but I just think your sound has no your sound in your voice is not an area it's a thing it's yeah. a vibe yeah. you know you either just get on the Simba vibe or not and I, I don't I don't I never knew really that the west coast or the bay had a sound until like i met like i'm gonna take you all the way back you was probably four years old okay. rapping forte rapping the, the players club <laughs> look at that we in here with, with the player himself you, you on the players club so rapping forte <laughs> was one of my dudes back in the day you we got we got e40 yeah you know you got um obviously the, Pop, the loonies di the loonies yeah digital uh, i got five yeah. i own it yeah. like there's so many um talented Bay Area cats. Aunt Banks. Aunt Banks. Yeah. Boy. And, but they do have a certain thing. Yeah. But you, like, everyone's saying it because that's how they feel and it's somewhat true. It's just like, yo, you just got your own vibe. Yeah. And you repping the Bay. Yeah. And I think they should be super proud of you, bro. Nah, definitely. You know, it's, you're gonna always, you know, fight uphill battles when you're trying to do something different. You know, mm -hmm. people gonna look at you a certain way. A lot of people think you think you better than you actually are. You think you know something that they don't know or whatever it may be. But for me, I moved around a lot as a kid. So my mom was heavy into real estate. You know, my mom had did a little penitentiary time and got out and just jumped right into real estate head first. And um, by her doing that, we was able to move around from Atlantic City to Texas to uh, Vegas, all these different places. And I would notice like, certain music where I was from was never getting played. Right. You know, and I would go to all these different places and then I would hear certain artists I never heard of, you know, but they'll go regional. Right, they'd be the, it'd be the bangingest uh, joint in the club, but you'll never hear it nowhere else. You'll never else. hear it nowhere else, yeah, right? Yeah, I know that. So I always was like, man, like, I feel like sometimes people get too caught in trying to make a sound and then when the sound die out, they die with it. Yeah, you do. 
You know what I mean? So I never want to get caught in like having a sound. I just want to be known for being dope and always providing something to say because no matter what the sound is or what I'm feeling, I could always communicate that on what's going on at the time. Boy, I'm going to tell you something. You lucky we ain't got no goddamn instrumentals in here. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. My man trying to figure out right there. He's like, he like, yo, it's that simple. Yeah. Bro, I promise you, this is one of the things I wanted to give you your flowers from. When I seen you on L.A. Leakers, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, put in Simba, L.A. Leaker Freestyle. Yeah. It's top five. Yeah. It's, 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 it's almost like if they don't run out of tape, you're not going to run out of breath. Yeah. Like, you and you wrapped every style. You yeah. sped it up, slowed it down, and then you start talking to them. I like when you point, motherfuckers. Yeah. Let them know what, what we're talking about. <laughs> I was like, yo! I, I must have watched that 30 times, man, because I'm sitting there watching your wordplay. Yeah. And, and the crazy part, you sitting back in the chair. You ain't even tripping. Yeah, chilling on them. I said, chilling. yo, man, this young boy is spitting so crazy. How can he not blow up? Yeah. Cut to you. On top billing, bro. Yeah. God is good, bro. Right, right here, man. Right, with, right here. You're right on Hollywood, bro. With, with, with an OG. I'm OG, to, the lightweight. OG. With somebody I used to steal his swag <laughs> to get girls. Hey, you still do. I promise I used to, you. I used to uh, <laughs> tell my mama go buy me that blue silk shirt. Uh, I used to try to wear the blue silk you, shirt. Well, you got to open it just a little open bit. Right, right. Yeah, I could never open hey, it oh, up, though. Hey, hey, Omar, did you ever have a uh, silk <laughs> shirt in the 90s? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Omar is so colorful. Just in case he's a, a, a producer. Yeah. Omar. Omar got that pink oh, Prada bucket oh, yo, on. Yo, he got the bucket. Looking the, like the play is over boy, there. Boy, oh, oh, think he fly though. Yeah. I asked him to die. I was like, oh, you got, I said, oh, you dropping the album? He was like, well, shortly. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, Simba, what's the next move? Where can I come see you, man? Uh, Where can man. the fans check you out? Definitely, definitely. I just got off tour, bro, mm -hmm. which was an amazing experience. That was my first tour ever. Mm -hmm. um, got to actually see a lot. Like, I actually got to see who my actual fan is. Mm -hmm. So now I'm kind of, like, really inspired to jump back in the studio and get something out um, top of the year, yeah. you know? Any producers you want to rock with that Definitely. you like? Definitely. Let's I'm shout actually, them out. Let's shout I'm them out. I'm actually rocking with them. Stuff uh, can happen. Come on. Me and No ID. Uh, me and No ID been working. Okay. Um, you know, me and Dre been tied in for a minute. Okay. Me and Dre been working. Um, who else? I just, I just talked to Turbo the other day. Uh, Boy Wonder, that's my guy. So I'm going to be working with a lot of people. Me and ATL Jacob about to do like a week together. So you, so, so it's really about to be a problem for me. Yeah. But that's why I was telling you I'm at that level now. Nah, the level is before, advanced. Before it was like, I don't know yet. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know if I should do the song yet. And you can't blame artists because it's like, you don't never want to be the person that co-signs something that don't work. And then it don't. And then you be looking crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel them. So it's like now that I'm at that level, I'm taking full advantage yeah, of it. Yeah, man. I, I I wish you all the luck, man. I feel like you're you in the right place. You got yeah. the right energy, man. Cats love you. Thank they you. like you. They're curious about you. Yeah. Like people are like, well, yo, yeah. what's, who my man? What's yeah. up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then then they see the see the work, the bar game. Yeah. The bar, next time you come in here, we're going to have a producer in no, I got a you. Studio, because I, 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 I need me an LA leader. You want some acapella? Yeah, can we do any acapella? This money moving faster than fame. That's on the fam. These chains got the world trying to figure out who I am. 
Southwest Sim, I took the labels advanced, moved grams, got bands, and now I rap at the moment. I got a hundred on my neck, I be flossing and rarely posting, cause I'm not into provoking my niggas who at they lowest. I know how I feel to be hopeless and lose focus, still late on your last moment and you bout to be homeless. Hey B, you better keep your head on the swirl, these niggas killing for girl. One thing I learned is, if you give a nigga a gun, he'll rob a bank, but if you give him a bank, he'll rob the world. Nigga the wolf on Wall Street Couldn't stand a day with the line off Long Tree Bay boy, I just rap like I'm from Broad Street A bully with bars, fully in cars Light up the cigars, we do it large The S600 insides look like scars The proof Little something, little something Next time we gonna turn them up though Listen, bitch. listen, listen Y'all might wanna shut it down right here Come on Cause, cause the boy was just about to go in, Come I on He was about to go in spaz mode he just sitting on a full clip back here, bro. Hey, man, I want to really, really thank you for blessing Top Billing, man. Nah, we we are really you, doing this for the culture and hip-hop and everything that's fly, everything that's cool about hip-hop. That's what I represent and this yeah. podcast does. I got an all-facts for you before we let our guests get Let's out of here. Let's do it. Come we on. always do all-facts. Okay. I'm going to say give me your top five Bay Area artists all-facts. Okay. Past, present, present and future. future. Go. Number in order or however you want. Okay. However you think okay. about okay. it. Okay, no order. We'll just give you five. Uh one, two short. Boom. Two E forty. Boom. Three Mac Dre. Hey. Four Mr. Fab. Bam. Five Messy Marv. Messy Marv. And then you know we give you we give you a lifeline. The lifeline is simple. Lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take that. Hey, i take hey, that. Hey, this is how we do it on Top Billing, man. We're bringing you the culture. We're bringing you the discussion of hip-hop, of the culture. I love you. Yeah. Thank y'all. Each and every episode going to be dynamite. This is your boy, Bill Bellamy, on Top Billing, baby. Mmm. Holla. Milk is chilling. This is chilling. What more can I say? Top Billing. Top that's it for this episode of Top Billing with Bill Bellamy, executive producers for Breakbeat, Dave Mays, Brett Jeffries, Bill Bellamy, and Barry Katz. Production Tastemakers Media, recorded at Dash Studios in Los Angeles, California. Follow us at IG, Breakbeat Media, and at Bill Bellamy. Comment, like, and subscribe on Breakbeat Media YouTube channel. Subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever your podcasts are available. And visit us at www.breakbeatmedia.com.